Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of the Time Lightment How Poetry Found Me podcast, where we address the issues of how you should go about trying to resolve the issues that you have internally. And the one way to do that is to write your story. And your story is your story. Nobody can alter that but you. You have to make sure that when you tell your story, you tell the truth. You have to put yourself in a position to be vulnerable when it comes to telling your story. Ladies and gentlemen, that's what I've done. I have been given the gift to write 16 books. I've published 10, and I have six that I am looking for a publisher for. And it was all revealed to me when I had a tragedy in my life. And no matter what you do when you have a tragedy, it's just something that you have to overcome. This podcast, How Poetry Found Me, is simply about you being able to craft your story in prose, in poetry, in short stories, or in novels, or graphic novels, or whatever it is it takes for you to leave an imprint in your life. And hopefully that imprint will transcend you and live throughout the world and the universe. Human beings are always looking for something to help feel their spirit. And I hope that this podcast will fit into that era, that area in which it will feel their spirit and allow you to pursue whatever is in your heart and minds. Today's podcast is, is about what challenges do you have to make it? Once again, what challenges do you have in your life to make it? And I want to begin by saying that some great news for me is that I'm now on Spotify. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I am on Spotify. And I want to thank Anchor for giving me this platform, which is free, by the way. I just need you to know if you ever want to start podcasting, you can do this from your phone or you could do it from a computer but it's free for you to, to join. It's free for you to develop that voice to tell your story. And I would like to thank Anchor in conjunction with Spotify for putting my material on their social media platforms. And there's some, some things that you can check out because this is season five. And if you really want to know about how it goes, you just go back to season one on Spotify or Anchor and just follow me until you catch up. And once you get to where I am on season five, I mean, I'm still constantly moving. I'm not going to stop. Maybe you'll find some gem in, in these stories or in my journey that can inspire you to make a podcast for the world at large, to see whether or not you have the confidence to step forth and tell your story to the world. And if anything, you do it because of how poetry found me. You just want to talk about what life may mean to you. I just want to thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for listening to the layout that I have, and hopefully you find it encouraging. And I just want to tell this story about what challenges you have to make it, and this is going to be a real simple story. It involves everything that that happened to me today. I just want to be clear that this podcast on this day and time is specifically about what happened to me today. And it's not 
overwhelmingly difficult to understand and it's not miraculous it's just something that just happened to me and I just want to share with you yesterday I had to call a company about my car being repaired they had done the previous work but it was some things that they needed to do to get it to run to its optimal level and I called a guy he set up the appointment for me. He said I could bring it at 11, but he said if you could bring it earlier, that would be great. I got up the next morning, and I took it up around 7, 7.15. I got there about, no, I, let me take that back. I think I got there about 8, but nonetheless, I got there in the morning. I turned my keys over. He said he'll call me when it's done. Now, I, I drove up there, and then I jogged back. And it was a clear day. It was nice and cool around this time. And the jog was pretty amazing. And what I noticed when I was jogging, I just tried to take stock in what's around me. I tried to notice the environment. I tried to notice, now this is going to sound odd. I tried to notice where the sun is. I tried to notice where the clouds are. I tried to see what color the clouds are. I look at the trees. I look at the landscape. I look at the cars. And of course, I have to look at the cars because I got to cross the street. <laughs> but anyway, I just kind of pay attention to those things. I look at the people that are jogging. I look at the people that are walking. And I just try to take in my whole environment. And it was a really, really pre- pleasant jog back home. Once I arrived home, I decided to try to reflect and think about my life and, you know, where I am and where I want to be. And sometimes those things fall on my family. And in some of my podcasts, I try to talk about how much I love them. And sometimes I feel like I let them down. And I just want to try to be, you know, as decent as I can to them. And then as decent as I can to just a human family. And I want to be kind and generous to myself as well. A lot of times we think about everybody else, but we don't think about ourselves. And I want to put some stock in the fact that I try to keep myself healthy. I try to keep myself happy. I try to keep myself sane. I try to look at the joyous perspective of what it's like to take in the universe. I don't know if you have ever thought about the universe in terms of when you see the sun or when you see the clouds and how they position themselves and what the heat feels like on your skin, what the coolness feels like on your skin, to get you away from the problems and the ills that our world, that our society is faced with on a daily basis. It almost seems like as a human family, we can't get past our internal problems and then they project externally and then we end up doing a lot of harm to ourselves. But I digress. Anyway, so I'm at home. And I'm thinking about my life just in general. And as I'm beginning to thinking about this, I begin to think about like what time would they call me about my car? Because the plan was to jog back to the place to get my car just so I can still keep my mind open, no taking some fresh air and then just survey the terrain. He calls me and he tells me that my car is ready. So instantly... I put on my jogging clothes and I'm excited to go and get it because it's daylight. I didn't want to jog when it was dark 
daylight provided me the opportunity to go and pick up my ride. Now, when I exit my home, I take a look at the sky. And the sky is not pleasing at this time. There are a lot of clouds. They look like rain clouds. But it wasn't raining when I was going down the stairs. So I figured I had to make a choice. And this goes directly into what challenges do you have to make it. My job today was to make it to get my car. I made it to the drop-off point. Now I need to go back and pick it up. And I jog both ways. Now as I'm exiting my home, I begin to walk the street. And as I'm walking the street, I take stock of the terrain once again. But this time I have cloudy skies. As I begin to cross the highway, there's a little drizzle of rain, right? Now with this drizzle of rain, I still have to make a choice. I can turn back and wait until I think it's going to rain, let the rain finish, and then go back out and try it again. Or I could take my chances at going to get my car. Which one you think I took? Now, come on, guess. Which one you think I took? Right. I proceeded to take the one that was the second option. This is what it's going to take for me to get it. I don't have time to wait. If it rains for a long time and it gets dark, then I can't go get my car to proceed to go to work tomorrow. Now, I'm walking And when I cross the street, I begin to jog. Now, this is what I said when I started jogging. I said, Divine Creator, if it's all right with you, don't let this rain punish me too badly while I'm on my way to pick up my car. This is what I say. As I'm jogging, the rain begins to fall down a little bit more rapidly, but not really fast. It's kind of like that mist rain. And you know when you get that mist rain, you can run in it because it's like cool to the body. It's almost like when you're jogging and you're sweating, it feels like refreshing. It feels cool. And I was feeling good about that. Then I got a little further in where I know that I wasn't going to turn back. I could only go forward. Then the rain picks up a little bit. More rapidly. More rain is falling. But I'm looking at my clothes my clothes aren't really drenched with the rain. That means it's not coming down in torrents. It's not. A, it's not a. It's not a rain. Rain. It's just one of those light missile rain. But you know, with waves of a lot of droplets coming down. But still, I proceed on. And I turn this corner, and the rain begins to come down even harder. And then it has like these big droplets, like the size of golf balls or something. That's what it felt like when it when it hit, hit me in my head and my arm. And then I said again. I said. Divine Creator, I'm not going to make it if the universe is not kind to me. This is a lot of rain, and I don't want to have to turn back. I got to keep going no matter what. If you would be so kind, don't let the rain punish me too badly. Now, this is what I'm, because I'm running by myself, so I'm thinking this out loud. (laughs) It's crazy, right? See, like you get outside and you talk to the universe like it's going to be forgiving. As I'm jogging, it picks up a little bit more. And I knew I was done. I said, I'm not going to make it. This is going to come down and I I just might have to turn around. And it came down a little bit harder. But then all of a sudden, 
it just, it just like stopped. And I'm looking at the clouds that was once dark, that had all this rain in it. And maybe it passed me, I don't know, but I felt like I was in the midst of this rain. And the energy that it took for me to jog was still there because I still kept running. I never walked. I just kept running. And when the rain stopped, I don't know if it's the most unusual thing, but what was unusual was the clouds had cleared the sun. And the sun was just as radiant as it had ever been. And I was so overjoyed to see it. It really moved me emotionally because it's like, yo, I mean, I, I got to go get my car. I don't see no other way around. It can't get dark for me to go and get it. And I really need it because I have to perform my duties tomorrow. And as I'm jogging, I get this I get this feeling. I don't know if you ever get a feeling of like maybe something is looking out for you. Maybe it's a coincidence. I don't know. But I do know that that conversation I had with the universe must have worked because the rain did not fall on me in the amount that I thought that it would. And the sun came out and it's out right now. I mean, like it looked like it never impacted what I was doing at all, but I know that it rained. And when I get there to pick up my car, everything was done and then I drove it back home. And I kind of questioned myself as to what would make me make a decision to run and get my car in the rain or the potential to have a downpour, right? When you're thinking about a level of success or when you're thinking about the chances you got to take with your life, you got to realize that the sun is always, always in the same place. But the earth that we have, the clouds that develop, they bring they bring rain that we need for the planet, number one. But number two, it rains when it rains. If you're in it, you get caught in it. If you're not in it, you're not in it. And your mind is the same way. The essence of who you are is like the sunshine. It is always there. And I think that it is always willing to connect to the universe in its own way. Because that's what we are a part of. We are a part of a universe that seeks to have it where our mind can be peaceful about what we do. And I must say that when I went out into that environment and I took a chance to make it to the place that had my car, I took under consideration that it might just downpour on me, but regardless, I got to keep going because this is what I need to do. And you got to always think about those things when you think about your life. You got to think about this when you think about your goals, your, your dreams, and the things that inspire you. Human beings, some of us naturally want to help others advance. And then some of us want to put roadblocks in the way to see what we're willing to overcome. But what do you need in your life to know that you are entitled to make it? 
Number one is you have to make a decision. And me walking out that door and seeing those clouds, I could have easily surrendered to the laws of the universe and said, you know, I'm not going to make it. I may as well just stay home. And if it rains, hopefully the rain will stop. And then I will be able to go and get my car. But if it gets dark, then I will have to wait to wait until the next day to go and retrieve my vehicle. Me weighing all of those options in my mind, I only had one decision and that was I needed to go right then and there to get what I need. When you have to go into something that is unknown to you, you have to be able to understand that if you make your mind up to go, you're going to have to live with what the outcome is. And if you're living with the outcome, then as you proceed forward, whatever you encounter, your mind is there to deal with it because you want to make it. Our world is like that. We're challenged every day to make it. We are in this world and we are built for greater things. But the greatest thing that one must have is that one has to have harmony with him or herself. You got to be comfortable with who you are. You got to know that what you're going to do, what you're planning to do, and the level that you're trying to reach, those things are something that's in you. And nobody can take that away from you but you. This world seems to make it where you can't achieve or they say the burden is too great or they say that even if you make it, you won't make it to the height that you're aiming for. You can choose to believe that if you want. All of that is on you. You can choose to believe that you're not destined to bring to life what you have in your mind. But also, there's a deeper side of you that's like the sun that is always trying to find that bright breaking moment to clear those clouds so that you can be on your way. I had no idea, ladies and gentlemen. I had no idea that the sun was going to break the way that it did. I had no idea that the cloud was going to clear the way they did. I had no idea that the sun would be so bright and radiant that I would welcome it on the jog that I was doing this particular time. I mean, it was challenging. It was something in my mind that was like, it's going to pour and it's going to pour and I'm going to be soaking wet. I might get a cold from it because it's the weather is up and down. I just knew that I had to go. And my message to you, just know that you have to go. Even though the odds may be stacked against you, you have to say that you have to go. And with me doing this job, I had to make sure that I had to speak to the creator because man doesn't control nature. Man doesn't control that rain. But I knew I had to go out there and I had to talk to the universe about that rain. so that I could be comfortable with my run. And a little caveat to this is when I got up there and I got my car, the young man that gave me my key, he saw that I was sweating profusely. 
But I had dried off a little bit before I went in. But when your temperature is like that from jogging, you're going to sweat a little bit. But then he said to me, you know, it looked like you had a, a heavy run there. And I didn't want to tell him, yeah, the rain fell on me. But I made it anyway. It probably wouldn't even been believable. But I made it. And then I was able to laugh at what he said because he didn't know the journey to get there. He just saw the results of what I looked like. And this is how people are going to judge you and I. When you make it, and this is what so many successful people say, is you don't know what they left behind to get there. You don't know the process of what it took for them to get anything that they consider to be a success. Because if you can set your mind up to understand that you got to go through it, these are the things that it's going to take to make it that little bit of ray of hope, that little bit of sunshine that you have that's in your mind, that you may have buried it in the clouds of all of your emotions and all of your failures and all of those things that kind of hold you back. When you begin to measure that, you still got to know that that sun that's in your mind is still there. And the way I kind of get you to relate to it is that you are alive. As long as you are alive, there's room for sunshine. There's room for you to break those clouds of emotions and regret and failure and to push on through with the sun being the light of your life. When you can understand that you are that that solar power that you need to pull through and that you're always powered, then you begin to understand that you can climb those mountains. And then when people like Will Smith, Kevin Hart, The Rock, they begin to say things, then you begin to know that, you know, you have that way of fulfilling what you want. If you listen to a Michelle Obama, if you listen to an Oprah Winfrey, if you listen to Lisa Nichols, if even if you listen to people on The View, anybody that's trying to educate you about who you are and what your power is, then you stand a chance of being able to defeat whatever is in front of you. But you have to have massive energy. You have to have massive power and you have to have a knowing of yourself in order to do that. Now, I don't know what you want to do with your life. I don't know what we feel we need to do with our lives, but I know that we got to continue to chase the dreams that we need to make in order to be the ones that are going to achieve those things that are inside of us, that are brought outside of us, that are going to make us better people because of it. And if you are achieving your dream, then what you're ultimately saying to life every single day that you live is that your goal is to master the time that you have on the planet. And if you're doing that, then you're constantly being fed the powers of the universe and the laws that it takes in order for you to achieve the maximum achievement of what it takes for you to be a success. And your success, it can't be massive to someone else. It has to be massive to you. It doesn't mean that you have to have a billion dollars, but it's, if, it's great if you aspire to do that. But massive success simply means that you're comfortable with the things that you have achieved, that you went through the unknown to get to a known place in the dreams that you have. And you not necessarily are going to surrender where you are. It's just that you reach that level you reach, you reach that plateau. Now you just got to be able to go to another level and raise that up even higher so that other people can see the example that you're setting. A lot of time, this is what we 
don't do. People don't see an example of what we're doing. And then all of a sudden things break free. Then we're left with, well, people don't believe in me. Well, that's fine. Nobody has to believe in you, right? But you got to believe. And if you're able to believe, then you're able to achieve. And I know that when you have obstacles in your life and you're trying to make it, they're there for a reason. And the reason is to see whether or not you're going to push through. If you can conquer that, then I think that you can definitely be one of the ones that will be spoken highly of in terms of accomplishment. And I just, I'm going to end it with this story. It's a story about Tony Robbins. He was telling the story, I think, even on some of his platforms, where he was like running low on funds. He was trying to call this young man that he had loaned $1,200, and he really needed the money to pay his rent, to eat, and to do those things. And he said he had about $25, and he had to walk to this buffet in California. I forget exactly where it was. And he sat down and he made himself a big buffet platter. And he said it cost about six or seven bucks. And he had the meal. He paid the seven bucks. But he said as he was leaving, in walked this little kid and his mom. And he put this chair out for his mom, seated his mom, and he sat down. And Tony said he was so moved by that. And he said, by the way, the mother was beautiful. But he concentrated on the little boy. He said he didn't remember the little boy's name. But he said, man, what you're doing is so cool, man. You're bringing your lady out. You're giving a meal. And I, I bet she really appreciate that. And he said the little boy said, well, that's my mom. He said it's even cooler, man. It just shows how much of a gentleman you are. And he said, look, so I'm going to give you this money so that you can take care of your lady. He said, the boy said, I can't take that. He said, sure you can. He said, why? How? Because I'm bigger than you. He gave him the money, he walked out, and he said that he was so moved by that, that he realized then that the power of giving had power, and he proceeded home, and when he got home, he got a message from the guy that he had loaned the money to, and the guy said, hey, I'm sorry, I've been dodging you, I apologize for that, but here's the money that I owe you plus a little bit extra, and the young man gave him $1,300. $100 extra and he needed the money but he said something that's more profound than anything that anybody could ever say to you about life he said that you have to be able to give and he said give even when you don't have it and he said he walked away from there not realizing one thing that there is no scarcity and that what it takes for you to make it is you have to realize that you know we all have breaking points we all have points where we want to retreat You can't. You can't afford to retreat. Life is one of those things where you retreat, then you're dead. You mentally, you're not supposed to retreat, even if it's difficult. You just have to find a way. And if you're finding a way, once you understand the power that you have, then the universe will give you doors to go through. It'll give you opportunities that you didn't think that was there. And when when Tony told that story, I was like, yeah, it can work that way. The universe can be given. The universe can make you and I have where our dreams will come true. The universe is a great sacred place that we all inhabit. We all live on this planet. This is the only planet that we can live on. And then we build a community with the people that surround us 
to help make us better human beings. And if you're striving to be a better human being, then even if you can't give money, you can give kindness. It, and if you can't give kindness, you can give a handshake. You can give a smile. You can give anything that can make a person day. You can give a compliment. You can give something that will brighten somebody's day. And hopefully someone could give the same thing to you. And if the universe has no scarcity, then we don't need to walk in fear when we have what people call lack. And Antonio T. Smith Jr. said that the universe has no lack. And you just got to be able to believe that and be able to follow the processes to clear that so that you can be on the goal and the things that you aspire to achieve. And me walking out my door this morning and me walking out my door this evening to go and retrieve my car is just an instant of a un- of the universe like actually <laughs> I sound strange like actually listening to me while I'm out there running in this rain and it didn't come down in a tremendous downpour because the clouds were dark enough to warrant that but I skirted it I mean it just happens to just dissipate and I just happened to see the sun surrounded by all these beautiful clouds at this time. Not that all clouds are beautiful because we need rain, but at this particular time when I'm jogging to see the sun and all these other white fluffy clouds was truly amazing. And it's just the thing about life. And this is just something that I really wanted to, to share. This is something I really feel that as a human being and as a human family, we need to find a way to connect to those things. It's those things that make a difference in our lives. And sometimes it's not even about people, right? You have to think bigger than that. You have to think the earth itself. Then when you get that, you have to think about the universe itself. How vast is it? How wonderful it is to just see if you can just pierce into it. It's nice if you can lift the veil to see this wonderful planet that we inhabit. But far greater than that, is if you can look inside of yourself and see how valuable you are. And it doesn't really take money for you to do that. All it takes is for you to sit down or lie down and allow your mind to take you through all the memories and emotions that you have for yourself. And then once you can do that, you want to take the power to look at yourself now. If you're able to pull that off, then you'll begin to see that you are greater than your circumstances. And if you're greater than your circumstances, that means that you can see into them, you can overcome them and and rise to a higher level of understanding. And the main thing about human beings is we have to get to a higher level of understanding. And if you can do that, then everything everything will be good. This life is a life of promise. You promise yourself that you're just going to give it your best shot. You promise yourself that you're going to try to be open. Not that you're going to try to be open. You're going to be open to the unknown. You're going to be willing to walk outside if you see rain clouds. You're going to be willing to take that chance to go where you need to go. You're going to see that if you have this dream and everything don't seem to be lining up, that you're still willing to see what it takes to make it. You're going to follow that. You're going to walk into the unknown and everything will be revealed to you in time as you proceed. And my, and my whole inspiration for you, my whole wish for you is that 
when you go through it that you'll be exactly where you want to be. Ladies and gentlemen, this is something that I really hope you enjoy. I enjoy trying to tell you the story because I think it was truly remarkable how the universe, how we connected in terms of not having me to not drown in water, but at the same time knowing that there's always a greater power than yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Leroy. This is the Time Light Mint, How Poetry Found Me podcast. And my whole wish is that you guys will go to Amazon, type up my name, and then begin reading my books that I've published. I've published 10 books, two five-volume series. One, one is Time Light Mint. The other one is Soul Splitting. It is my journey into writing. It is my journey into purging. And I just want you to be able to invest in it, read them, learn from them. And if there's anything that you feel that you can apply, apply them. But most of all, if you read them and it gets you to believe in yourself, then my work will have done its duty. I strongly encourage you to do that. Go to Amazon and type my name, Leroy Fleming, L-E-R-O-Y-L-L-E-M-M-I-N-G. And let the journey begin. I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. And in closing, I have three quotes that I must leave you with. One is from Dr. Napoleon Hill. One is from Antonio T. Smith Jr. And one of them is my own. The first one is Dr. Hill. He says, if the mind can conceive it and believe it, then the mind can achieve it. And I just want to relate that today to me seeing that rain, me needing to get through that rain, and me needing to get to my car. And I did it. Your dream is to realize that the sunshine of life is always inside of you. You just have to remove those clouds so that you can see the sunshine when it breaks free. And if your mind has that dream, if you write that dream down, you have a burning desire, then you can accomplish that dream. The next one is Antonio T. Smith Jr. He says, you can plant better, you can dominate. And I would like to reference that by saying, I planted in my mind that I was going to go and get my car at that moment. I wasn't going to retreat and come back in the house and wait for the rain to fall. I was going to get out there and get in the midst of rain. And I just wanted to make sure that I dominated myself. And if I'm able to dominate myself, then I can make whatever I put in my mind come true. And the whole concept of planting better and dominating is you have dreams, you have goals. You got to plant the right seed in your mind and you got to fertilize those seeds alone. And when you do that, then you will be able to dominate your environment and then you will be able to therefore share that with the people that are around you. The last one is one that I created. It says life does not require less from you. Life does not require more from you. Life only requires that you maximize your 24 hours. And if you do that, anything that you plan, anything that you write, anything that you execute will come to pass. I didn't write this down. I just said I needed to get out of this house and go and get my car while there's daylight. I saw the clouds and said, well, I can't stop the clouds from dropping the rain, but I know that I can get out here. And if I can run there all the way, then I can maintain and I can get to where I need to be. I made it there and I made it back. If you put your mind to something and you realize that you have 24 hours to accomplish it every day that you wake up, but Before you do that, you got to realize that that sunshine of life is in you when you wake up. You just have to remove those emotional clouds. You just have to remove those things of failure 
and allow the sun to burn through them so that you can have that light that will energize your body to get you where you need to be in the 24 hours that you have. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for joining me on this podcast. And like I said, I am on Spotify now. You can go to Spotify, type up How Poetry Found Me, or you type my name up, Leroy Fleming, and it should pull up my body of work. And I just want you to know I'm in, I'm, I am in my fifth season now. And I'm really excited about how far I've come in terms of the journey to get to this point. And I want you to take that journey with me. And if you just jump in on any podcast that I have or any episode, I hope that you realize, I hope that you come to understand that I'm really trying to give information that will make the individual stronger, better, and more equipped to handle any circumstances that come their way, good, better, and different. I want you to be able to understand that most of the time, in order for you to be successful, you must spend time with yourself. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, I want you to have an amazing day but I want you to have an extraordinary life. Until we meet again, peace.